Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I'm going to take another night off. This is kind of fun. So none of my games from Thursday have even tipped off as I record this, but we have a special guest on the podcast. I'm really excited about it. It is Mac Daddy Hoops, and he has a winning record for us so far this year on the podcast. And as he calls it, it's Mac Eve. We have five games in the Mac on Friday. So he's going to join us to talk about the Mac, and he's going to walk us through each and every one of the games and give us some insights on the teams in action so, Mac Daddy Hoops, welcome to the show, and what can you tell me about the Mac? Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Um, as you said, you know, I run Mac Hoops Breakdown with the Twitter handle, Mac Daddy Hoops. Uh, my name is Jared, and um, yeah, so the Mac, it's been um, interesting as always this year. Um, you know, I started following this conference probably a good 10-plus years ago. Um, and what I love about this conference in, in a time of conference realignment, uh, you know, when we're getting rumors of like Gonzaga to the big East or, um, big 10 teams poaching, uh, universities from California, we have a true bus ride conference with close knit rivalries. And so there's a lot of local flavor to it. I grew up in Hartford County, Connecticut, and a lot of the kids, um, that I played against in high school indirectly um, actually ended up in this conference. So it was cool. Me and my high school buddies are like, oh, you know, he, he's, he's a Mac school's reaching out here. And um, probably the best example of that uh, is this guy, Khalil Dukes, who actually was recruited. He went, he played for USC and then transferred back to Niagara. He played at Capitol Brett. If we had a couple more wins in our state tournament, we would actually would have been playing him. Um, so that's really cool. And, you know, we have a, a kid now, Corey McKeithen, who's actually from Windsor, Connecticut. You know, it's pretty much in my backyard where I grew up. So with me, um, you know, moving down to Southern Connecticut and my love to this conference growing, um, I, I'm within about an hour or so of four max schools. I'm like, this is just too perfect. So I took my pass into the next level. Um, and I've been covering this conference on my page for the last uh, two plus years. And, you know, really the conference this year, the, the, as we know, the transfer portal has uh, left its mark. Um, and this conference lost a lot of talent. 17 of the top 20 players from last season uh, went to the transfer portal or graduated. So the likes of, um, you know, Walter Clayton, who just had a great game for Florida the other night, or Juju Murray, who was on St. Peter's, um, is doing great at Ole Miss. And so coaches have had to backfill and pretty much rebuild their entire teams, as as we know, at, at the lower mid-major level. And what happens is um, these guys are getting under-recruited at the JUCO level and incoming freshmen. So we have some, some guys that are 
thrust into high leverage situations into the spotlight. For example, uh, John Dunn and Maris, they have a uh, freshman guard duo of Jaden Collins and Josh Pasquarelli, and they're getting starting minutes and they're producing. Um, you know, we have another guy in Mount who uh, was under-recruited from Hargrave Military Academy, DeShane Montgomery, just electric players. You know, the MAC has always been a guards league, although I love to give um, some love to the big guys uh, in, in the league this year. We do have some talent there. And generally, you know, the past few years, we had Patino at the helm uh, at Iona, and he had dominant teams, uh, 17 win teams. This year, although Quinnipiac is at a fast start at eight and, eight and one, there's still no real dominant team, I would say, at this time. You know, it's it's everybody's um, game. There's there's still plenty of you know we're just hitting halfway um, through the conference season, and teams are playing for positioning as the first five teams get a buy in Atlantic City, and we saw last year that the the worst team of the conference, Marist as an 11 seed made it to the championship game and actually gave Iona a run for their money through 35 minutes. So Matt chaos, which is maybe you and other followers have seen before. It's something I bring up all the time. Uh, it's inevitable, um, especially with a Friday, Sunday uh, schedule um, and anything's possible in this, in this league. And, and that's what makes it so enticing. And once again, you just mentioned my favorite thing about the Mac it's Friday and Sunday. Um, so it gets a lot of eyeballs from a guy like me because as I look at the gambling card for tomorrow, I think we have uh, 15 Division One basketball games. Five of them are in the MAC, um, so that's exciting time. So at this point, Mac Daddy Hoops, let, let's do it. Let's talk about your favorite play on the board for Friday. I would say my favorite play on the board is going. We're going to go to Poughkeepsie with Mount St. Mary's um, versus Maris. Uh, it's, it's going to be Maris minus three. That's the current line. Um, you know, the Mount, they really struggled up late. They lost five to six. Interestingly enough, that one win that they had in those games uh, came versus Maris, but that was at home. The Mount is struggling from deep, 21%, eighth worst in the country in the last three games, and they are a turnover machine on offense. Um, Engelstad is, is having – some trouble, you know, they, they had Xavier Lipscomb, the original starting point guard, lost for the season. Tried to insert freshman Dallas Hobbs into the starting lineup. It, it started out well, but it hasn't um, gone well lately. And he's gone with a bigger front court with Dola Adebayo and limited um, the minutes of Hobbs off the bench. Total of few is an all-max player but he's had to be more of a primary ball handler. So you got all these problems um, on offense, and you're going to go into McCann Arena, other, otherwise known as the Foxes' den, versus second-best defense in the MAC and John Dunn. And that's actually the 10th-best efficient defense nationally when they play at home. It's hard to figure out them out, um, but I, I just don't, have faith in them to turn the tide on the road in this game, especially versus Max Allen, who I don't think is, he's the center for Maris. I don't think he gets enough attention um, in this conference. I personally think he's probably the best offensive big 
center in this conference. His footwork is incredible. I call him the dancing bear. Um, and he had three points in the first matchup. He's going to do better at home. Um, Josh Pascarelli, as I mentioned, a freshman, he actually scores almost seven more points at home and shoots 45% from three. I like Maris to lean on their defense and win by more than uh, one possession. Okay, I, I like that one. Uh, I think I lost on that game the first time around when Mount won by 17 at home over Maris. But like you said, that's their only one win in the last six. Maris plays the good defense. They've won three out of five here. Um, so Maris minus the three. I like that. Now I'm going to ask you a question just uh, out of the blue here. Who's your favorite team you root for? It doesn't have to be in the MAC, but just in general, who's your favorite sports team you root for? So it's funny when I when I got into college basketball, um, I was at a very young age. Uh, it, it was that Indiana Hoosier run to uh, the championship game with Bracey Wright, and um, so I, I've been following them. I, I looked up to him and and um, Andre Barrett from Seton Hall. So those are two random teams that I actually followed for quite some time, and. No, I am not a UConn fan. I am one of the few nutmeggers um, to admit that. I'll happily admit that. Okay, that was a curveball. I wouldn't have guessed Indiana and Seton Hall for you, but okay. Thank you much for that. Uh, What's your second favorite play on the Mac board here for Friday? Second favorite play. We're going to have to go to probably a surprising one, but we're going to do Quinnipiac at Manhattan. So I was there last Sunday when Quinnipiac took on their Connecticut rival Fairfield and um, the Bobcats are playing well. They're 16 and four. They're eight and one atop the Mac, but there was a serious injury um, that happened to Amari Tice, um, who has the best defensive rating on the team uh, is a leading rebounder and really has been the best transfer portal uh, impact player in the conference this year. He actually has a top 25 steal rate nationally. So he does a lot. And although Quinnipiac has been playing well, they have shown times of streakiness on defense. They had not played a game without Tice. And now they play a Manhattan team who's the healthiest they're going to be all year. They're young. And they just got an upset win on the road at Niagara in overtime. The Jaspers Defense is not stout by any means, but their offense has been clicking 100 spots better in efficiency over this last three-game stretch, and they're shooting the three at almost 37%. I have Quinnipiac an upset alert here without Amari Tice. He's listed as questionable, but I'd be surprised if he played. I'm going to take Manhattan to keep it close at 7.5 right now. Okay, I'm going to have a lot of listeners that will like that play because uh, they always like home teams, and they like home teams that are underdogs and home teams that are live dogs, and you just hit all three bullet points there. So um, I wouldn't have guessed that because obviously that win over Niagara ended, what was it, a uh, 10-game losing streak for the Jaspers, but a lot of insight there, and, and you have a good pulse on the injury report. I go to various websites to try to get those injury reports. I find that the Mac doesn't report a lot. Uh, but you have a lot more on Twitter and a lot more uh, uh, knowledge there than most when it comes to who may be in or out for these games. So the Jaspers plus the seven and a half, I like that. So now, next question. Favorite all-time player, doesn't matter the sport, 
Just curious, who's your favorite all-time athlete? Well, I grew up a a Red Sox fan, um, still a diehard Red Sox fan, but Trot Nixon, uh, I don't know, he was he was a right fielder on the Red Sox 03-04, won that World Series um, ring with them. And I just love the way he played the game. He was humble, hustled, had a nice lefty swing. And, um, yeah, no, he, he's probably my favorite player, so. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Jared, you're full of surprises. There's a name that I, I think I could do a hundred of these interviews and never get the name Trot Nixon again. But I do remember him. I do remember him. So, okay. Like you're my little off balance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You kept me off balance right there. Uh, your third pick in the MAC here for Friday. Who do you like? Third pick in the MAC. We're going to go with... Niagara, um, on the road versus St. Peter's. So Niagara had that tough win um, on national TV on ESPNU versus Marist. And then on Sunday, they it seemed like they slept the walk and they got bit by Manhattan in overtime. Um, the key here is Corey Washington is dealing with a shoulder injury and it appears to be the same shoulder that caused him to miss a few games in November. Um, he is definitely their best two-way player, their top scorer, and he is unlikely to play this weekend. Now, that is not ideal for St. Peter's offense that, although has the best MAC defense, um, they – struggle to score and without Corey Washington and possibly without Michael Hogue again, who is their third top scorer, he's missed the last six games with an undisclosed injury. Uh, and he scored 19 when these first team uh, in the first matchup of these teams. So I think it's going to be hard for St. Peter to get to 65 points here, even at home and even versus Niagara defense that um, has some holes at times you know niagara matches up well st peter's is going to foul almost 20 times per game that's bottom 50 in the country niagara shoots well from the free throw line they'll take advantage of it they have guards that can take care of the ball against st peter's man to man and they shoot the three well um top 15 in the country at almost 38 percent 
So we'll, we'll keep an eye on the injuries right before tip-off, but not expecting Corey Washington to play. That moves the needle here. I'm, and also Niagara has fared very well under Paulus in, uh, on the road in Mac play. They're 4-0 so far. Uh, look for them to make it 5-0. and Grab the points just in case. It's plus 5. And um, I like the perks in this one. You're making me turn on the Peacocks? I've enjoyed that defense. It's it, it's fun to watch. I, I, I Look, I'm a defensive guy, so I try not to be <laughs> biased when it comes to, to these matchups. I'm, I'm all defense. I love those 50 to 55 battles, as long as they're not too sloppy. Yeah, I like under, so okay. Uh, thank you for that third pick. Uh, next question, all-time favorite sports memory, any sport? My favorite sports memory. Well, it was probably in 2018. Um, it was. I, I can go right back to the Red Sox. Um, I believe it was just to just to be there, the Game One of the World Series, um, and and they blew out the Dodgers. And there was a, I believe it was a first inning um, grand slam. Just the energy in that ballpark. Uh, it was just incredible to be there. It was my first World Series game. So, yeah, that's, that's something I'll, I'll never forget. I uh, I hope to go to a World Series one day. Have not been in person. So uh, hopefully my twins make it back or the Rays make it back in my lifetime. So here we go. Uh, question or uh, pick number four. Give me your fourth best game here in the MAC for Friday. Fourth best game is actually one I'm going to be at. Um, you know, part of part of being part um, with this page and and being so close to schools, I love traveling around the league and, and getting boots on the ground, uh, as we would say. So we're going to be at Iona tomorrow in their home date versus Fairfield, and I'm on the Stags here at plus four and a half. Um, so the Stags have suffered their second loss in the last 13 games um, when when Quinnipiac took them down. In, in the final minute, um, the, the interesting thing is this team shoots the ball very well from three, but they only shot 19% that game, and they're still thin at the front court awaiting Alexis Yetna to come back and Louis Bleachmore, who's questionable tomorrow with an ankle injury. I know there was a, about a two-week timeline from him, and tomorrow would be around that two weeks. So we'll see if he plays. Um, the Stags need him, but they won't be as exposed in this game on the front court because Iona is plays four guard lineups themselves. So I, with Tobin Anderson's press, they like to force turnovers, but the Stags have capable ball handlers, good eye and fields, Floyd and Leach. I trust them more um, so than the Iona guards, to, especially in the half court uh, to break down the defense. Um, also another injury new, um, Edon Tretu is questionable. Um, they're hoping for him to see some action. He has an ankle injury that he injured versus Quinnipiac. We'll see if he plays. He's their top scorer um, and a transfer from Harvard. He's key to that team. Um, so, you know, these two teams played in December. And the funny thing is uh, the Stags, that was their last loss before they went on one of the nation's longest winning streaks. It, it, so, you know, the, the Stags, they're, they're out to prove something, especially 
in a place where they haven't won since 2007. And I also am concerned about Iona's ability in close games. They've, they've struggled um, in games decided by a few possessions or less. I don't believe they have a win. Um, so I like the Stags to keep it tight in New Rochelle, possibly pull off the upset. I like the four and a half. And keep an eye on the injuries of Leachmore and Shritu, uh before tip-off. Okay, and they can definitely follow you on Twitter because I believe you, when you have boots on the ground, you're always reporting yep. who's warming up and who's not warming up, yep. correct? Exactly. I will be there tomorrow. Very correct. nice. Uh, so next question for you. All the venues you go to, give me your absolute favorite best venue that you go to. Best venue. I would, I mean, I still can't, you know, I went to, it's not the best venue. But atmosphere-wise, I still never forget it. It's when the XL Center in Hartford hosted the NCAA tournament games. Um, was it 2019 or 2018? I, I, I forget. But uh, I believe you had UVM, Florida State, Marquette, and Murray State. So John Morant was there. Um, and just I've never seen – an arena, and that's what makes college basketball and the NCAA tournament so great. The, the energy was unbelievable. Um, and I'll, I'll never forget the reaction after John Morant had that crazy dunk and seeing that live. I had, I had pretty good seats on the baseline there. It, 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 was, it was pretty cool. The venue, though, I mean, <laughs> they, um, I don't know what they're trying to do with the XL Center. I know they've opened up a sports book. Um, they talked about tearing it down once every five years, but I'll I'll remember um, when it came to life during those NCAA tournament games. That was cool for for that venue for the city as well. And then, what about a uh, MAC conference venue? What uh, what has the best atmosphere? Where's the toughest place to play in the conference? Well, I mean, one could argue that. But, I mean, the Buffalo swing out with Canisius and Niagara, um, you know, they don't get the biggest crowds, but that that truly is probably the toughest road swing. Um, probably the best. I mean, I got I have to say uh, this crowd of, of Quinnipiac and Fairfield at Mahoney Arena, um, it was probably the most crowded it's been since its opening. It was very loud, and when Jalen Leach threw down his uh, Sports Center top ten dunk, um, that place was was thumping. It, it was pretty cool. I would say that rivals um, Siena last year when I went up there, and they upset the Tino's Iona squad when they flew them out. They were playing with heavy hearts, and um, that that place got loud as well. So those are kind of the few that that come to mind. Okay, very nice. So right now you have three underdogs for Friday. You have one favorite. We have one game left on the board. I think we know what game it's going to be. What's your final pick? Yeah, it's, it's so in Siena and Ryder. Um, the pick is going to be Ryder um, minus 12 at this point. Um, Siena, and we, we got a, a boatload of injury news here. Um, we have their top scores. Sean Dewar Gordon, Michael Ealy. They're questionable for this game with hamstring injuries. Um, another guard, Michael Begaru. Uh, I know his 
back has been bothering him. He's questionable. They are getting Michael Ojo back, who had been dealing with um, concussion. So, I mean, with or without these guys, uh, Sienna, you know, <laughs> it hasn't been pretty. They're 3-17. and 17. They are 2-7 and seven in the MAC. Funny enough, one of those MAC wins was versus Ryder in Albany in early December. Um, that game, uh, Ryder, I they probably had 15 to 20 missed layups. Um, I know they had a bunch of offensive rebounds, which as much as Sienna will get, they'll also give up against, um, you know, Ryder probably has one of the best front courts when they're both playing well. Mervyn James is a Mac player of the year candidate, and Tariq Ingram is a Wake Forest transfer, and he just moves bodies. It'll actually be fun to see him and um, Emma Juru uh, from Siena down in the paint tomorrow. Um, you know, Siena turns the ball over, and a lot of those turnovers are, are non-field turnovers. Um, you know, Ryder doesn't play pressure defense, but their defense has been better uh, over this recent stretch, and they've started to look a little bit more like the team we thought they would be, a team that was projected to finish atop the map. You know, normally I would say this is a perfect look-ahead spot for the Bronx with a trip to Iona looming on deck, but I don't think that's going to be the case. The Bronx have already lost to Siena, and despite, you know, a rough season, uh, Baggett's team has actually covered their two largest spreads as favorites. So I see them remaining locked in on defense, getting a 20-point outing from Mervyn James and covering the 12 here. Well, folks, this is why Mac Daddy Hoops is on to talk about the Mac, because he just went through five games with more detail than I could dream of. So thank you for all of that. Uh, you have two favorites. You have three underdogs on the card. I'm going to give you one more question, and then I'm going to turn to my four plays that I'm going to select for the Friday card. Then my podcast will return to a normal format for Saturday, but I couldn't pass up the opportunity to have Mac Daddy Hoops on here today to talk about the Mac, since it makes up five of the 15 games that we can bet on for Friday. So your next question is, what's one fun fact about you that we would never guess? As much as I love basketball, uh, I am an avid golfer. So um, I did play basketball in high school, but uh, I was definitely more talented in golf, captain on the team my senior year. Um, And it's just something, golf is a great game, although it does a job on your back. Um, It's fun to get out there. And, you know, unfortunately, I'm in the Northeast, so, you know, there's a dead period. But I try to keep up with my practice and and hope for, uh, you know, early April. It's not too muddy. Get out there and get the swing going right after the season ends. You sound like a golfer that's probably about 20, 30 strokes better than me every round. Uh, Who knows? (laughs) It's a tough game. I mean, you know, it's almost like starting from square one um, after the winter, so. Uh, I just have to remind myself that, and, you know, it's it's one of the most mentally taxing games there is because you're battling yourself. Yeah, well, I, I may be the only golfer you'll ever talk to that actually has putted the ball twice into a bunker in the same round. So there we go. There's my claim to fame in life. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, you know, I could describe the course. It was tougher than it sounds, but I, I truly did that. So uh, my four picks for the podcast, of course, I'm not going to go away from Mac Daddy, uh, his number one pick here. I am going to go with Marist minus the three. That'll be a part of the Twitter vote out there. 
I am also going to back him. Manhattan, he he sold me. I would have never guessed I was going to bet against Quinnipiac going into this podcast. But if he tells me to take the Jaspers plus the seven and a half, I'm going to do it. So I'm going to go with his two top plays as part of my card. And then I have decided to go with Akron minus the five at home against Toledo. That'll be my third play. Uh, computer numbers say I got a good bucket of value there. Uh, home team conference showdown. I've watched the Zips a few times. I like that basketball team, so I'm going to lay the five with the Zips. And then I'm going to go to the Ivy League. I flip-flopped on this game. Originally, I was like, okay, this always comes down to a bucket. Should be a tight competitive game. I was going to grab the points with Princeton, but you look at Yale's numbers. Number one in offensive uh, efficiency, number one in defensive efficiency in the conference. At home, I'm actually going to lay the three and a half with Yale over Princeton. So I'll have three chalk on my card, Marist, Yale, and Akron with my lone dog being Manhattan. So that'll be my four picks out there on Twitter. Uh, Like I said, podcast will return normal format today. We've had back-to-back guests. I hope you enjoyed this one because, like I said, Fridays and Sundays, it is so great to, to bet Mac basketball. Mac Daddy Hoops on Twitter is a great follow. I'm so glad I discovered him. So glad we had the opportunity to have him on the podcast here today. Uh, Mac Daddy Hoops, uh, Jared, any closing comments before I wrap it up here? Uh, No, I just want to say thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on um, and just love talking Mac Hoops. All I have to say is, you know, we're we're halfway through the season, conference season and and Mac play, and there's going to be chaos. Uh, and I'm ready for it, and we're all excited to see what happens down in Atlantic City. Well, we will have your play of the day on my podcast. Every day there's a Mac game, and the two of us are able to connect and make sure it's on the podcast, and then uh, we're going to need to have you on before the Mac tournament uh, to break it down and maybe give us some future bets for that as well. But uh, once again, thank you for joining us, and everyone else out there, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.